Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that. Check them out online, sidesign.net. And hey, if you're a parent or a grandparent, they've got something for you as well, as SI Design is the leading provider of custom sports prints. They offer a variety of products, including posters, banners, canvases, and more. All you have to do is upload your high-quality studio or action shot, and SI Design will create the memory for you. For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. And you can see it all on our YouTube channel at L4 Media Company. Like and subscribe. just around the corner the district races are heating up and we're here to talk a little 4a football hello everybody terry vinegrant goodwin here sideline to sideline the 4a edition brought to you by si design and printing power plus mouth guard small town society and also just to shout them out one last time munster chamber of commerce their advertising is done for this show, though they are still a sponsor on the Munster football show that we do each and every week with the head coach, Brady Carney. Uh, you got to go out to Munster Sunday, and you got to enjoy Oktoberfest. Uh, Oktoberfest. It's like you had a blast. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, the Munster uh, Chamber of Commerce puts on a great, great show. Yeah. I mean, that that Oktoberfest on Sunday wasn't even a Saturday. It was a Sunday where everything's, you know, usually wrapping up. Down. Yeah. No, and it was great. I mean, the atmosphere, everybody was so nice. Um, the endless spot in Oktoberfest and the big Stein hoisting. Yeah. You and good there? The food, all that. I mean, just great. I, I know. And this... the wiener dog races were awesome too. Even though we, the people I went with, they had a big list of the wiener dogs, right? Yeah. They didn't have pictures. They just had the, the heats, right? Yeah, yeah. And they had, I don't know, 50 dogs, wiener dogs wow. running in this. Yeah. And they had all the heats. But uh, the people I went with, we placed our bets because we're gambling people. Yeah. And we picked by name. Well, I picked one G- Gweenie, like Grant Weenie, but oh Gweenie. And I thought that's going to win. Yeah. Right. Well, then Gweenie comes up. Gweenie is, has got to be 80 years old. Her belly is like, scraping the so ground. like very good one <laughs> kind of yeah so I mean, i've lost some weight yeah 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 if you're on youtube you can look i've lost probably a good two pounds <laughs> <laughs> no you've lost a lot it's just it's football but Gweenie season. wouldn't even come out of the gate and then <laughs> everybody else that picked their dogs like won their heats and they're sprinting and my dog is like 
So you definitely Almost a glue stick. Again, it proves you picked it perfectly. Yeah, it's kind of like my picking these uh, 4A games going to be. I'm going to pick all the losers. Yeah, that's They're going to get works. just absolutely boat raced, and then we're going to go on to the next week, and we're going to forget about that. There so. was some boat racing this week in what were supposed to be big games, and, and I want to pick out that we basically, well, I called the one of them, and we both called the other one. We'll be talking about, of course, all the Week 7 action. We'll also preview Week 8. We'll also, as always, have Coach X, and we'll do all that on the flip side when we come back right here on Sideline to Sideline, the 4A edition, brought to you by SI Design and Printing. Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student-athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that check them out online sidesign.net and hey if you're a parent or a grandparent they've got something for you as well as si design is the leading provider of custom sports prints they offer a variety of products including posters banners canvases and more all you have to do is upload your high quality studio or action shot and si design will create the memory for you for more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. And you can see it all on our YouTube channel at L4 Media Company. Like and subscribe. Wow. What is that? It's like seven songs at once. The smart pad went crazy. We're back here. Sideline to sideline, the class four edition. Wow. <laughs> that was like, it's perfect. It's having a seizure right well, now. Well, it's perfect that it's Halloween and we got the, the Beetlejuice and the, the candy because that was all like back when we were growing up. If you played the record backwards, it would, you know, Freddy is the devil. I think that was ACDC. I think it's been multiple. I think it was the Carpenters. <laughs> the Carpenters. Yeah, if you listen to her love songs, you turn them back around and it she'd be called the, the devil. Car- Karen I, Carpenter? Well, is there any other Carpenters that you know of in the music business that were the bulimic? Yes. Okay. She didn't play anything backwards. I didn't anyway. Let's your, go to your claims. That's all just that's... all right. Week seven preview. Okay. A review. Uh, let's start out in East Texas, uh, a game that you went to. Pleasant mm-hmm. Grove absolutely dominates Gilmer 63 to 28. Yeah, man. Uh, Pleasant Grove, man, their quarterback, Akari Johnson, absolutely gutted the Gilmer defense with his legs. He also, you know, he made hay in the passing game, but Gilmer's defense, who's gotten a lot better, still had no answer for Akari Johnson and then Jalen Bordley at uh quarter or at running back and then they lined him out uh or would line him up out at receiver. They moved Jalen Bordley around a lot. Gilmer had no answer for that. But I'll tell you this Gilmer offense had no answer for Lance Jackson at defensive end. 
I mean, he just absolutely terrorized this offensive line of Gilmer. Now, Gilmer did have some bright spots with the, the Tennyson kid at quarterback and yeah. then Will Henderson at running back. But at the end of the day, Lance Jackson just just wreaked havoc on this Gilmer defensive line or offensive line. Well, and offensively, we now see why Pleasant Grove made the move to the spread. It, you know, yeah. and they struggled early at times. They struggled against Brock and all, but you're starting to see that I'm offense stretch its legs out. And, oh, and yeah. I mean, you know, we keep talking about in 3A Canadian and Gunner. I, I think it's time to start going Pleasant Grove and Carthage in, in 4A. And Division they're going to probably, if everything turns out correctly, Gilmer gets the easier path in the playoffs from losing this, by the way. You know that, right? Yeah, because that Pleasant Grove will actually get Carthage earlier. In the third round. Yeah. Uh, the winner of this game would have gotten Carthage in the third round, assuming they all went out, yeah. right? Uh, so Pleasant Grove, Carthage in the third round of the playoffs. I don't think Gilmer wins out. Um, I think they're I just know. a flawed I'm, team this year. They're young. I, I think They're it, young, but I'm telling you what I saw from Gilmer, Gilmer's – pretty damn good it's just that's how good pleasant grove is right now i'm telling you gilmer is a good football team and their defense they're, is coming around they're a good team but i just i think that this region is going to be a lot more loaded <clears throat> than just carthage and pleasant grove and gilmer i think center and you know center might have the best explosive offense in the region oh well yeah and, and, yeah and, i mean what region are we talking about region two or three? yeah region two. Oh yeah, yeah sorry well no region two centers yeah, and carthage is, is, yeah, that, yeah 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 carthage right. and, and even a van i mean van's starting to come around and yeah, van has a Look, I don't know if Van has the horses. I don't think so either, but I think Center does. Up front, I think Van has all the skill position players. But up front, do they? I don't know. Well, that, I mean, Gilmer, that's another. Gilmer's not been good up front. I mean, they give up a ton of points to everybody they, they but have. Kilgore. They have, but they're really young and they're coming around. Now, they faced a team that, is going to do this to a lot of teams. Yeah, no, I, do, saying, I don't disagree with you. And by the I, way, this I, is... I, I think, I, I want to say this. I think the myth of the Gilmer defense is correct. You know, how they're just bad, mm -hmm. but they're coming around. The problem is they faced a Pleasant Grove team that can match up with Carthage or anybody else. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think you're going to start seeing this Gilmer defense, as long as Gilmer doesn't fall apart mentally, because of this loss, and it's Gilmer. I don't think I don't going think they'll to. fall apart, but I don't think they're as good as you think they are defensively. <clears throat> I think they're, I mean, they gave I, up forty I, to I, Paris, fifty six to Lindell. Well, that's the thing, though. I think they are growing up. Yeah, I, look, I think they're bad, or I thought they were bad. Yeah, <clears throat> and they didn't look great against Pleasant Grove, but I saw flashes of that. They got the King kid at linebacker, who's a freshman. That's David King's, I think, son from Dangerfield. Oh, yeah. You remember? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> kids a stud. Man, kids a stud. They're going to they're gonna get a lot better. They're already getting better. They're going to be a lot better. But this isn't, this talk isn't about Gilmer as, as much as it is Pleasant Grove. I mean, Pleasant Grove still Pleasant get... Grove, when you see them in person, you can watch them online. We've done that twice, right? Yeah. You and I. Um, they look like they're playing with their food and whatever. But when you see them in person and you're on the sideline and how big and physical they are on both sides of the ball, Pleasant Grove is going to be a tough out. And that Pleasant Grove 
Carthage game, if it happens in the third round of the playoffs, oh man, you got to be there. How, how crazy is seven four a right now mm. though? When you you know Pleasant Grove's where they're supposed to be, they're six and zero. Oh. If the season were to end today, and yes, folks, I know they all haven't played each other. This is just for dramatic effect. If the season ended today, it would be uh, Pleasant Grove, Spring Hill, Lamar, all above Gilmer. <laughs> uh, Paris North Lamar is five and one. Spring Hill's two and four, but they played a good. But anyway, it. it I didn't I, Spring Hill beat Liberty Island? Uh, yes. And, and and all jokes aside, it, it the problem what Gilmer, a win for Spring Hill. Yeah, a very big win. I mean, they, they had struggled early in the year, but they played a pretty tough schedule. Uh, but for Gilmer, if the defense doesn't improve, all jokes aside, when you have a bad defense, that's when you get upset. But what I'm trying to tell you is their defense, I think, is improved. You'll I just don't see it yet. I don't well, see you don't it. see it yet, but I'm just telling you from what I saw. Yeah, no, I know. Do I you know. not trust my eye? <laughs> Do you? I know I got beady eyes. <laughs> but no, I, I mean, trust you. Me. I trust okay. you. That's just, what we do on the show. We we debate, and I just they've got to prove it to me and, and do it. You can start this week if you shut down Liberty Island, which I think they will. Uh, if, if I don't you, know if they'll shut them down. I'm not saying they're great yet. I'm <laughs> just saying they're down or they out. should win by three touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, offensively, Gilmer's going to be fine. I think this defense is growing up. Um, you'll start to see it now. Um, but just wait. Just wait. I think they're growing up. I'm not going to say they're going to be a shutdown defense yeah. at all, but they're going to slow people down enough. All right, uh, another big game that turned into a big blowout. China Spring beat Alvarado 64-28. to Look, Alvarado... You cannot start the game off against the China Spring team and fumble the kickoff and give up a scoop and score on yeah. defense and be down four touchdowns before That's you called even pissing down your legs. Yeah, sometimes right. Yeah, I'm not and, saying Alvarado did that, but it sure well, they looks did. like that. I mean, they did. And that's fine. You do that in the in the district game. This gets you better if you respond well uh, and, and you you learn from this. It gets you better. But yeah, when they play a big team uh, and, and offensively, we, we've talked about it. You know. Matt Diggs had said before this game, just kind of talking about, you know, what China, uh, China Spring had done, and they haven't really shown yet as far as how explosive they could be. And we talked about, well, yeah, that's because of the schedule. You saw what they can do in a game like this. McCollum hit Grayson Martin 11 times for 155 yards and five touchdowns. I mean, that's when, when Cash McCollum in of himself is a great quarterback, but when you give him a guy like Martin that he can trust, to throw to it whenever he needs it, you've just made a China Spring team that much better. Yeah. And, and we're we're not even talking about Kyle Barton, who by the way ran for 173 yards. Kyle Barton might, might be one of the most explosive teams in all or uh, players in all. Yeah. Four A, right? Yeah, and, and they don't even have to use him, but for 12 carries a game right now, these yeah. guys are going to be fresh in a district that was supposed to be a slobber knocker, and they were going to have to face tough game after tough game. The district's not breaking that way, and China Spring is starting to. And I don't think I don't know if anybody in this district. And I said this last week. Uh, yeah, this district is exciting, but as beat up as Stephenville is, and I still think Stephenville had a lot of issues in, before the injuries. Yeah, I don't know if anybody tests China Spring in this district now. I'm actually, you know, I would have disagreed with you uh, two weeks. ago. I would have too. <laughs> but yeah, I kind of agree. I mean, uh, Stephenville with their injury at quarterback, um, Stephenville's defense is really good. Right. Yeah. But I don't think they're good enough to hold a China spring team under 35, 40 points. No. And that's what you're going to have to do, especially if you don't get any of your guys back offensively that are, that, that are injured, you're going to have to outscore China spring. I think this year to win. Yeah. And that China defense, uh, China spring defense is not bad either. Oh no, they're not. All right. Uh, let's go all the way down to Hampshire finette. 
21 West Orange start 14 in overtime. We talked about how would, how would the Longhorns react after the big win last week? And they reacted like a great team does beating a really good West Orange start team in overtime. Yeah. This finette uh, team is just so balanced offensively. <clears throat> I cannot wait to go see them play seals in a couple of weeks. Like, oh yeah. We've got to be down there. Not this week, but next week, right? Yes, uh, and, and we're, we were so worried that this game might knock some shine off of the Longhorns because West Orange Stark is still a dangerous team, folks, oh. but it didn't. It did not knock the shine off it at all. Yeah, I think West Orange Stark's still a um, actual legitimate threat in this region, yep. but Hampshire Finette is just that good, you know? And, you know, if they play West Orange Stark 10 times, how many times you beat them? Six, five? I don't know. That's Something a good like question. I, I think I mean, seven I, to six to seven, maybe five maybe to seven. eight or nine only. I mean, when you go into overtime, and yeah, when you think about this, when two really good teams face off, it comes down to one or two plays. Yep, exactly. So Western Sharp might make those two plays. Next game. Yeah, that's a yeah. good point. All right, Bernie destroyed Uvalde 35 to 14. Hank Hendricks threw for 320 yards and four touchdowns. What Look. a luxury to be able to – have a quarterback as a what? Hank Hendricks, a freshman or sophomore? I think he's a sophomore. But, you know, coach's kid, right? Yeah. Comes in and takes over for the Bays kid that's hurt and comes in and throws for 320 yards and four touchdowns. Look, the, the best thing I can say for you 4A fans is Bernie's in 5A next year because Bernie. I don't know if they win state this year, but Bernie feels to me like they're the next Melissa that's just going to go right up into 5A and just explode and just keep winning. I, I can see Bernie winning state this well, year. I mean, I still, I, I, they, I that can. was my pick in the in the Big R's preview show, and nothing has made me think less of them. No, I mean, they got the injuries, but they are so good up front. And they're physical. It's, they're physical, they're physical, very physical, physical, physical. Very physical. I went back and watched the uh, – Bernie, uh, oh, was it Lampasas? No, was it? I no, they didn't play Lampasas. Was it Gregory Portland? Uh, yeah, Gregory Portland. Yeah, yes, I watched them uh, last week. Went back and watched them, and I was so impressed with Bernie, man. Even without their starting quarterback, yeah. And uh, the Hendricks kid was just amazing. All right, Little Cypress Mauriceville, thirty-four wow. against Vider, twenty-eight in overtime. Let me tell you, LCM won this game. But Vider is one of another one in this region that is very underrated. Yeah, you know, they, they can run the rock. Yeah, you know, they got a new coach last year, but he said, you know, we're going to run the same stuff. Uh, and that's what they've actually done as Dwayne DeBoe came out. And, you know, he came out of retirement and they kept the slot T and, and they started off this year kind of slow. They lost to Silsby, they lost to Santa Fe. Uh, but then they went on a three-game win streak, and then I, I thought they gave LCM all they could handle. Th this whole district's been a weird year because yeah. nobody has played up to their F what we thought they were going to be like. You and I both felt Lumberton going into the se season was going to be the team to beat. They start out 0-3, but now they've won three in a row, and then offense is getting better and better. And, you know, them and Vider play this week, and, and – that's going to be for district. Huffman Hargrave yeah. is 0-6. That just blows my mind. Uh, but, yeah, that's going to be for district. And I, if if Lumberton can't stop that run, Vider might pull that one off. Yeah. And I know that they, they've they lost. And it's for district. But I'm just talking about with tiebreakers and all that. Because I, I, I don't think LCM 
goes through the I, I think Lumberton's the only team that could go through this schedule district undebeaten. I think everybody else will at least have one loss. Yeah. Let's go back to this game though. Little Cypress Mauriceville scores a touchdown on its first possession in overtime to win this game against Vider. Uh, their quarterback, Dylan Payne, ran for 108 yards and threw for 101. Uh, Jonah Fuller runs for 115 yards on 19 carries. So that kind of gives you a little bit of perspective on the game. Right? Yeah. Uh, and, and so it's, it's going to be interesting how this district plays out. Speaking of interesting, Needville shootout against Navasota, 56 to 42. Uh, Needville is now 7 and 0. Navasota actually outgained them in this game, 502 to 377. Uh, but Needville's running game w- was huge. Uh, Deshaun Burton, 209 yards, four touchdowns. Keelan Sweeney, 106 yards and a touchdown as a team. 53 rushes, 350 yards, 15 yards of, of rushing. They're both juniors. This whole team is junior. Sweeney's also the quarterback. Yeah. Um, this is a young team, and they're sitting at 7-4. and four. We saw it last time when a, a junior-led team then their senior year, they went on a run and they might go on a run this year, but especially next year, this Needville team's one to watch out for. The hat's on the table, by the way, right in the middle there, good spot that you put it in. Oh, um, there you go. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm impressed with both of these teams in, in this game. Needville's really weird. They, they lose this game, but they beat Bay City, who beat El Campo. But we talked about it last week. This district, nobody's going unscathed. Somebody's going to beat everybody because this district is so even this year. You know what turned this uh, Navasota Needville game though? Needville returned a Navasota fumble forty yards for a touchdown to start the second half to kind of extend their lead to like 41 21 something like that yeah and then held on yeah isn't it crazy that even in shootouts usually it's a defensive play that still decides the game right um, and let's go ahead and continue in this district because you called it man Bay city they beat el campo 25 to 21 it and- was it was closer than i thought though well and- i i Really thought Bay City would win by two touchdowns. Now, Oliver Miles, the quarterback for El Campo, was hurt, got hurt in the game. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that changed anything. Uh, for Bell, Bay City, they were just consistent. A touchdown in the first, a touchdown in the second, a touchdown in the third, and a touchdown in the fourth. Uh, Alex Estrada threw for 144 yards. On the ground, they ran as a team. 205 yards, but on 39 carries. Uh, Jada Andrews had 178 of those on 30 carries. They just kept bludgeoning El Campo. Just kept running on them, running on them, running on them. Jada Andrews is a special player. By the and way. he's a junior. Again, this is another team. Both of these teams are really, really young. But This whole yeah. district is really, really young. Yeah. This is a district that I hope they – I, know I guess I, we're going to be down in that area a lot next year. Well, I, I hope that the realignment's kind. I know Iowa Colony's probably going to go to 5A but the rest of the district I hope stays the same because this has been a fun district over the last couple of years and I think it'll stay fun, but yeah, good win for Bay city. And, and this district is crazy. Belleville once again. Now look, boy, they whipped it out on Bruce Royal but, but, 45 to 10, but we've seen this. Belleville has now become the team that I need to see do this in the playoffs for okay. longer than a round or two. Are you basing that just off of last year? Just consistently. They consistently seem to always get beat around early than we expect. Okay, but not in the first round. Last year, yes, they lost it in the first was round. Was that the first round? I thought yeah, it was that the was second. first. Oh, no, was. they lost in by district last year. That was a big disappointment for Belleville. 
and I think they are playing. No, they won the. They, they lost in the second round. It was, was the second yeah. round. Okay, they, they beat West Orange Stark in the first round, twenty-seven to twenty, and then they Last lost year? to Mad. Yeah, and then they lost to Madison Bill second round, nine okay. to three. That but weird I think Belleville is playing with a chip on the shoulder. I agree with that. Yeah. Dee Murray, what he did uh, against Brookshire Royal had touchdown runs of 80, 39, and 15 yards just in the first half. Murray ran for 193 yards on 15 carries. Let me tell you, I don't think Belleville is losing in the first or second round this year. It, 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 I will say it feels different this year. It, it just It just it feels does. different. Are, are they like Texas? We're back? Or are <laughs> they back, back? Are they back, back? <laughs> uh, Kilgore, hey, I told it. I said this would happen last week. I think you did, too. Kilgore out, uh, outguns Lindell 64 to 29. Derek Williams went, I love this stat line, four completions for 179 yards. He also ran for 101. Wow. And this is scary right here because I think Kilgore is going to probably stay in 4A Division One firmly. Yeah. Uh, Rayshon Williams, the freshman, ran for 169 yards. When you give Kilgore a, a back that's in their system two and three years, again, we're, we're going back to – they're they're scary now, but they're going to be really scary the next couple of years. Uh, they know. had 535 yards of offense. They held Lindell to 308 yards. So to be honest with you, and, and if these were trash touchdowns, I get it. But to hold them to 308 yards, give Lindell credit. You don't get 30 points out of 300 yards usually. No, so, not in this day and age. No, not in this day and age where you get yards. I've seen teams. Get, I mean, if you hold anybody to 300 yards or less, mm -hmm. that's a pretty good defensive performance yeah, this day and age, right? I, I, the I, last five years. Yes, I, I maybe even the last really since the spread. I've seen teams give that score seven points, but have 450 yards of offense. Been talking about my honeymoon. <laughs> you said the spread, right? <laughs> <laughs> I tried not to laugh, but you got me with the wet one. Uh, thank you. Canyon I'm here West all night. Canyon West beat Seminole forty-eight. I fell asleep that night, but it didn't matter. Canyon West beat Seminole forty-eight to twenty-three. Uh, you know that was the big last test for Canyon West in this playoff. Yeah, I mean in this district, mm -hmm. they're not going to level. Level Land's not going to do anything to them. Perryton's not going to do anything. I think Borgers having a solid year, but they're not going to do anything. They just lost the. Pampa two weeks ago. They start their district this week against Seminole. Uh, but I mean, for Canyon West, this is why they played a tougher non-district schedule, losing to Bushland, uh, beating Canyon, beating or beating Escada. That Escada game still not that they beat them, but beating them 51 to 34. Uh, we said it last week. I I've, don't know about Escado yet. They're they're they're, they're region so, one good. They're region yeah, one good. I think so. I think so. Yeah. yeah, they are region one good. But every four years, they have a team that will make it to the region semifinals yeah, or finals, the, and this is them this year, I think. The jury's out. Oh, no, I agree. But for Kenya West, I don't <laughs> think the jury's out, man. I, no, I, I think Reed making it quarterback, King Talent at, at wide receiver. We don't even talk about him enough. King Talent is an absolute stud out there, but th th the last few weeks they've gotten on top of teams so early that they haven't really needed to, to keep putting the pedal to the metal with their offense. This team in 4A Division Two out there, watch out for them. Oh, no. Because there's not – Definite region favorite. Yes. Right? I, I mean, I, one I think of the two. One, if, of, one, one of the, of the two. Uh, who that's a good question, man. I think they are. It's time. No, I mean, yes, they are. But I mean, it, you know, I, I would have, you know, if you'd have asked me this before and we'll, we'll, we'll go to this game next. And you want to go on the fly. We're well, going on the fly. Well, I, I would have said that Graham was the favorite, but I now don't know because I, Wichita Falls beat Graham last week or Wichita Falls Hershey. I should say beat Graham last week, 27 to 26. 
uh, and Hershey on the and year. Graham might just be a year before. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're all young. juniors. They're right. all juniors. But the, right. it's weird how these shows will get a theme in the 4A show. It's just about how all these really good themes this year, <laughs> next year, they're going to be that much better. Uh, but we all kind of wrote off Hershey. You know, they they lost to Brock. They lost to Springtown. That Springtown loss at the time seemed... Was that Hershey or <clears throat> yeah, Hershey. High? No, it was Hershey. We we all thought at this point, after they lost to Springtown, that Hershey might, you know, we didn't think Springtown was going to be what they are this year. They've bounced back nicely. So that loss doesn't look as bad. They lost to Decatur, uh, but th- beating Graham just completely, in my opinion, just kind of flips the script for them. Now they control their own destiny with games against Snyder, Sweetwater, and Greenwood. All three games should be winnable, and even a good Graham team might end up having to be the second place team. You got to win these games, man. For all we can talk regions and all that, but at the end of the day, you've got to take care of your district teams first and foremost. And again, it comes down to one or two plays. It always comes down to one or two plays in those games. It didn't come down to one or two plays in this game, as I think Vance and Vance, I think Van uh, announced themselves not by beating Rusk, by but shutting down Rusk's offense thirty-five to three. You know, Van's going to be playing center, and I think center has one of the best 4A Division II offenses. They have a true triple threat. You know, all the triplets, all the, you know, nicknames you give them. But I'm telling y'all, watch out for Van. That defense is starting to round in form. They have, over the last yeah. few weeks, given up 27-7, and 3 Yeah, I, I, I think Van right now is probably one of the dark horses in the region. That's um, where I go back to when I say Gilmer. I, I don't know if even if Gilmer has the quote unquote smoother well, path, Van, I just don't know if a, they make it through. A Van Gilmer game would be epic, just like the Thanksgiving game a couple of years ago, where Van yeah. just in the second half kind of ran out of steam. But they were giving that really good Gilmer team that played for State a lot of troubles in that first half. But it's yeah. a different Van team this year because they got some dudes on the outside. Well, and they got dudes on defense and that's the thing. And, and they've got really good dudes on offense. Jackson Moffat at quarterback and all, but this defense this year has been just really solid. And you haven't always said that about van teams, even good van teams. Mm-hmm. It, it just feels a little different this year. I, I don't think that they're going to play with Carthage or anything like that, uh, but we'll talk about the center game here in a minute. All right. That is a look at week seven class four. Eh? We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to preview week eight. And of course have coach X and what he has to say And Lindell fans, particularly one, you might want to hear this when we come back on sideline to sideline, the four edition. Are you an athletic director or coach looking to make your locker room pop, looking to refresh your look, looking to redo your brand? Well, check out SI Design and Printing. They're going to transform your sports organization athletic facilities into what you're looking for by enhancing the student athlete experience, boasting the brand, and honoring your past. They do that with banners, backlit signage, locker graphics, window graphics, fence mesh graphic designs, and so much more. If you need a refresh, SI Design is going to help you do that check them out online sidesign.net and hey if you're a parent or a grandparent they've got something for you as well as si design is the leading provider of custom sports prints they offer a variety of products including posters banners canvases and more all you have to do is upload your high quality studio or action shot and si design will create the memory for you 
For more information, all you have to do is go to their website, sidesign.net forward slash sports prints, and you'll get all the information that you need. You can also find them on Facebook. Just type in SI Design and Printing. Give them a call, 254-405-9492, or you can email them, info at sidesign.net, and tell Kyle that Sideline to Sideline sent here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. And you can see it all on our YouTube channel at L4 Media Company. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Everybody, Grant Goodwin back here, sideline to sideline, the 4A edition, brought to you by SI Design and Printing right here on L4 Media, also brought to you by Small Town Society in Franklin, Texas. You can find them online at Shop Small Town Society for all your game day attire, holiday attire. Uh, if you want a inspirational on your shirt, they also have hats and accessories. They have it all, so check them out online, shopsmalltownsociety.com. And we do appreciate them for being a, a sponsor. And once again, a shout out to Munster uh, Oktoberfest for being a sponsor as well. Uh, we are in the last segment of the night. It's week eight. Oh, man. I forgot to tell you one thing, buddy. What? Oh. Life sucking. I will go ahead and coach X, but man. I will go ahead and say this right now to the Lindell Faithful and those on Smokey. This is directed at one man and one man What's only. What's this hard on with? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. understand. All right. How dare you guys? Didn't you know that this show is supposed to be dedicated to the 4A district in East Texas? I mean, you guys did not talk about the marquee matchups like Jacksonville versus Chapel Hill, Athens versus Palestine, Kilgore versus Blake Shelton's ex-wife's hometown. I mean, you made that guy from Lindell cry all over the message boards. Let's go Eagles, more like let's go Kleenex and not in the happy way. I mean, you made that guy whine harder than the weird girl from Europe crying about how it's hot sometimes. How dare you? That leads us into what honestly is a pretty short preview week. Uh, it, it just it, You're going to get these in district. There's just going to be a couple weeks where everybody's kind of not playing everybody. Uh, but let's this is one right here that we we I would bet you a thousand bucks we were not going to be talking about this year. Canyon versus Herford. Yeah, both what Canyon five and one. They're Herford, only lost the West Plains. Yep, uh, right. Herford six and one. Herford on the year has been the surprise of. West Texas for a football uh, going from one and nine last year uh, to up until they lost to West Plains uh, two weeks ago, they were four and zero at the time or five and zero, And, and that was a competitive game. They lost 42 to 21, but I mean, they right. had 380 yards of offense. If I remember correctly, they did some good things. And more importantly for a program that has struggled, they bounced back the very next week against a team that they should beat. And they did in Pampa 44 to 13, which basically locks up their playoff spot. Yeah. And a lot of this, uh, Herford, uh, uh, Come uh, turnaround comes from their quarterback, Caleb Ramirez, has thrown for 1,200 yards, and he's got really good receivers in Nick Torres and uh, Brylon Lopez. Yeah, and this is a really young team. They were young last year. They took their lumps. They've come back, yeah. and I, I never would have thought you we'd be saying that in, in week two of district, Herford would have basically – and if they lose all their games, and of course they don't, you know, but I don't think them and Pampa, if they end up on the same level, they – 
they I think this is basically puts them in the playoffs. Yeah. And here they are the rest of the week playing or rest of the season playing for seeding. And, yeah. and I and I don't think it's too crazy to say that they beat Canyon or Dumas, especially Dumas. Herford oh, might be a third place team or second place team. I, I think they'll blow the doors off Dumas, to be yeah, honest Dumas with you. Is, I think their big game here is against Herford. Cameron, uh Canyon's five and one. Their quarterback, uh, Boston Bell, has been really good. Trip right at receiver for Canyon, one of the best receivers in uh, 4A out in this region. So this Herford defense is going to be up against it. Yeah. Um, uh, who do you like in this one? I like Canyon close. I think this is in Herford, right? Yeah. Um, so I think that makes a little bit of a difference. But I like Canyon. I think Herford's just a year early, even though they've only got one loss and they're yeah. running a 6-1 and one record, and it's great. And I think Herford's still good. But I think Canyon comes out on top on this one. You know, the funny thing is we always use scores not to calibrate, to compare, though. And so Herford got beat by West Plains. Their only loss, 42 to 21. Uh-huh. Canyon got beat by uh, West Plains. Their only loss, 48 to 21. Oh, I mean, you want to talk about a, a, a true calibration. That's it right there. Yeah. Um, but anyway, let's see what Coach X has to say. Dude, big time West Texas smash mouth matchup here. Most unique mascot in the nation. The white faces. Just clarification. They are talking about cows, right? Okay, good. You know, there was that a couple years ago. Somebody didn't understand what that white faces and they made a big thing of it and it got it kind of got viral and then everybody's God. like it's a cow folks i'm rolling it's, my eyes right yeah now. You're, i'm rolling my video? eyes on youtube <laughs> uh. okay good hey did you know there's a school in michigan or something that has a mascot that is the nimrods i have never heard somebody else be being called a nimrod without adding the f word in front of nimrod Crazy. you know there's a nimrod texas right oh there is yeah where um out is it by san angelo oh I cool think? yeah crazy world we live in these days give wow, me kind of just kind of brushed me off right there oh I'm really trying. cool all right this is what i'm talking about folks no i mean y'all look think, at no, the no, 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 no. y'all think there that, is a nimrod i'm, not, I'm you just, not doubting you in any way i thought anyway. that would elicit the, the, a little bit more of a response because from you this everybody that thinks this is all fun and games oh yeah i get to talk football y'all don't have to deal with him and y'all don't have to deal with him it, it's y'all don't have to deal with him either all i'm trying to do is talk football man talk football Okay, good points. So is Nimrod, does it have a school system? Now I'm no, curious. Thanks I, a lot, ass. I <laughs> no, I don't think they do. Oh, okay. But there is a Nimrod, Texas. That's cool. All right, let's now go to... So who do you pick? Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, this is actually pretty funny. Uh, let's see. Uh, crazy world we live in these days. Give me a whisper voice as he looks over both shoulders. <laughs> white faces so he's going with herford i'm going with herford too i, oh. I think herford wins this game I, I, look i like canyon i just think herford man at home herford's always been a really good football town but they've struggled the last few years this year they're not hometown advantage give me herford and in a slight upset i mean it's a two-point spread so it's not a big upset isn't that where one of our sponsors was at well, that's where she Thompson. was last year. She's now in Canyon, so I'm, I'm actually going against. Her. I'm actually going against the 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 sp- title sponsor. Sorry, Whiteface Nicole. I pick Canyon, but he does pick your Hereford uh, Whiteface. And I think she went to school in Hereford, so you know, there's a little bit. There's still an okay. emotional tug. All right, cool. All right, li- this is a game that it, I would have thought we might be at at one point this year, but China Spring versus La Vega. Look, La Vega offensively, it's unique to see them score, but it's Bryce a, and Roland yeah. is unstoppable at times. I think 
China Spring can bottle him up and up. Yeah, yeah. I think I think this is I think this will be one of those where La Vega might answer the first couple drives and it'd be like 21-14 Canyon or Canyon uh China Spring and then after that second half you just see Kyle Barton getting 25 carries and they just I never thought I would say this wear down a La Vega defense. Yeah, it didn't take much to wear down a La Vega Not defense. Not this year. Right? Yeah. But offensively they're scoring points in just just growth. And if they can take if they can force a turnover and, and turn a seven point game into a 14 point lead and force China spring to, to chase. They might have a chance. You know how many teams have entered a game against China spring <laughs> saying, the exact, and saying the exact same thing. If and it can, hadn't worked out, if we can only contain their D one quarterback <laughs> and their D one wide receiver. Um, I do think La Vega will make this a closer game than what people may think. I, I, closer I think La- you meaning what 42, 21. I can see that something like that. I don't, yeah, that's three touchdowns. Yeah, yeah that's about because where I, I see it. I, I think La Vega will score. I just I don't think La Vega is going to be able to hold China Spring to forty one well, or forty two. I think it's going right to be they're going to be in the fifties. I I very well could see the game going yeah. that way. All right, let's see what Coach X has to say. Oh, okay, I got to make sure I read this. Coach says Commie Springs versus La Vega. Wow, hmm. the Bolsheviks are a tough bunch, and they will have a revolution if you don't do stuff the way they want. So there's that. But Vega has that claw hand. Hey, have you ever noticed how the video game makers make Americans look ripped and have blonde hair and blue eyes? Have they ever been to America? Walk around a Walmart and tell me how many dudes you see that look like that. I bet it's minimal at best. Most of them look like there are two people <laughs> smashed together. For real, go to a Walmart and count how many odd, rotund people you see. Give me China over Vega. Wow. Hey, yeah, go to a Walmart out in uh, Gun Barrel City or something uh, like just that. Don't get or, too close or you um, might get meth on you. <laughs> yeah, or Castroville oh, and you'll start seeing wow. it. It, it's it's a little crazy. I uh, I got to tell this real quick. So when I first started working uh, in this field, I was still a senior in college. I, I did Canton, but we also did Lone Star teams that covered the whole area. Maybank mm-hmm. was one of them. I'd never been to Gun Barrel City. I stopped there at a gas station, <laughs> and this is in 2002, 2003. At what time was it? Nine o'clock after Maybank. In the morning or night? No, night. Maybank and oh, Canton okay. played yeah, that night. So yeah. we got some stuff running oh, through our veins. Oh, yeah, so basically, yeah. I, I walk into the gas station, and I'm looking to get a snack or something, and the lady's like, you, you, you might want to get it out here quick. And I'm like, oh, y'all closing? She goes, no, the meth parade shows up around 11.30 p.m., and as I'm driving off, it's like zombies coming out of the shadow, like seven or eight people with the scratches, and they're doing all that. I, I, I have been through some of the worst cities in the world, you and I together on some of them, and I've never been more scared than I was at Gun Barrel City. Anyway, I guess the Gun Barrel City fans. I'm not scared like of nothing, and I'm not scared of Gun Barrel City. Okay. All right, let's go to center. I am Ver- scared of a few other places, though. And you're scared of uh, mental hospitals that have been abandoned. And, and Russ. By the way, Texas oh, was named not- the most haunted state in America today. I know that makes you happy here on this Halloween month. Time to move to New Mexico. All right, center versus Van. I, dude, this is one of those that I, I didn't think at the beginning of the year we would think, hey, this is a game of the week, but I think this is going to be a sneaky, oh, great game. Oh, this is going to be a doozy. It's going to be all about Van's defense. Do we think Van's good defense? Look, you made a point before. Van's defense is a lot better, yeah. right? And you, you were adamant on that point. Yes, adamant. They are going to be tested like no other. But you know this what? Caden this- Dixon at running back for center, he's electric. Uh, Amante Cash leads this potent offense. Um, 
Lance Wilburn at wide receiver is a stud. You know, they look, Van lost to Chapel Hill 50 to 28. Mm-hmm. Right? That's their only loss. I think center can put up more than Chapel Hill did at 50. You're wrong. You're not wrong, but here's the problem. Center has it's a terrible wait, defense. You told me you're I'm not wrong, wrong, and then you told me I'm not no, wrong. No, I, I said you're wrong. I meant you're not wrong. Oh, okay. I, I think it's center can make signals. I man. think center, that's been our relationship for 15 years. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I, okay, much like Gilmer, I think center's defense is getting a little bit better, no, too. No, they're not. They're not. They're not getting better at all, dude. They I gave up 48 to Rusk, who Van just held to three points. I think points. situationally, center is getting better defensively. I'm, I just, I'm not saying they're going to carry the team. I just know a lot of teams this year have hit their high points against Can- against them, like Canton. Canton, j- just to give just to give clarification, mm-hmm. Canton scored three against Van. Okay. Center, they scored thirty-seven. Rust scored forty-eight against Center. Against Van, they scored three. As great as this offense is for Center, Van is better on both sides of the ball. Then center is on one side of the ball, if that makes sense. I yeah, think this I, is a I, high scoring look, game. I, I understand where you're coming from, yeah. but I think situationally, there has been times in the last three games that center has gotten a little bit better defensively. They're not going to shut you down by any means, and you're going to get your points. But I think center has gotten better on a few key third downs. And that's all you, if you're center, and you're putting up the points and uh, just racking up the yardage as that you are, you just need two stops, three stops. And I think center's getting better at that. No, I, I agree. But I just, I think, I think first off, Lindell's so offense you, is very underrated. Like what they've done. I mean, they're scoring 42 against uh, Lindell scoring uh, tw- uh, 28 against Paris and holding Paris to 27. When other teams why are you are talking about Lindell? I was talking about van who they've played. I was thinking, oh, okay, okay. I think van wins this game. I think center wins this, but I think Van pushes it. It could go either way. In fact, I think Van I think Van wins this game and holds center to 35 points or under. I don't think they hold them to 35 points or under, but I think if anything, they have to outscore them. I like center, but I do See, not. See, I don't think they do. I, that's my point. I mm. don't think Van has to necessarily. Okay, they're going to have to score I, I points, but not. I don't think they have to score 40 to win by any stretch. I, I think Van would have to score a lot. Okay. Um, I Again, don't this disagree. This is a super game. I don't dude. disagree. I can see Van winning this, and I was going back and forth. And I think, oh, this, yeah, yeah. I, I think this game is a lot closer. Look, a lot of people will look at this not knowing any different and say, "Oh, yeah, Center wins this game. Center yeah. wins this game." It's not that kind of game. No, not at all. Van will have a shot in this game and might very well win it. I'm taking Center just because that offense uh, with Caden Dixon is so just. Unstoppable. Oh yeah, and I want to make sure I'm not knocking Center's offense in any way. Right. They are, I, I, we have been talking about it uh, on uh, with Matt Diggs when we talked that district, and you and I have talked about it all year. This Center offense is special. All right, let's see yeah. what Coach X has to say. Is there a river that runs through Van? That would be awesome. <laughs> oh, I get it. Especially uh, if their stadium was down there. Then if you were coaching it against them, you could say we are playing in a van down by the river. I would walk into that game on Friday and say my name is Coach Moffitt and I'm a motivational speaker. <laughs> if another coach tried to cut me off, I would say, Coach Bennett, I wish you'd shut your big yapper. QB misses a read. I would say it sounds like you're not reading your playbook for plays, but for rolling doobies, give me the Matt Foley's in this one. So he has he has Van as well. And then so. he falls to a glass coffee table. And to watch David Spade and Christina uh, – uh, Christina Applegate laughing, trying to hold their laugh from that one of the best. That's oh no skits. Christina Applegate. 
Not anymore, dude. She has MS. Not a, I can't run against that. Can't run. No. <laughs> All right, let's, wow. Let's go to that. Wow. Let, I'm sorry. All people. <laughs> I'm allowed that, one a year. Everybody expects, that. everybody expects it from you. So no, I'm allowed Nobody one expects me to say that. They and expect if, you to say if that. If they do, more, then I need to change my ways. <laughs> you need to change your ways because that's like, if we rank 16 years of the things you've said, that's not even in the top 200. I think that's All like right. the first one. All right. Let's go to, let's just go ahead and stay out in, in East Texas. Chapel Hill versus Lindell. Um, wow. Chapel Hill in this one. I think, I, I think we saw with Kilgore Lindell's offense is solid, but when they play better teams, they're going to struggle. I think Chapel Hill wins this game, but I do think it's going to be closer than what people think. And, and now by saying that, I still think it's a t- 14 to 21 point win for Chapel Hill, but I think Lindell can mess around offensively enough. They've got that stud Casey Poe lineman, Clint Thurman at, at quarterback. I think they can give them some problems, but again, if, as long as Chapel Hill doesn't turn the ball over, I don't know many defenses that can stop them. Yeah, Chapel Hill, when they want to run the ball on you, they can do it from so many points on the field, out of the backfield, with the quarterback, yeah. on the jet sweep, not mentioning the passing game. I mean, we talked about center's offense, but Chapel Hill's offense is about as potent. Yeah, right? no, no, really, very much so. All right, and then uh, Rusk versus Carthage. Uh, this is somebody had said that we don't talk Carthage a lot. Well, this is why, because, uh, well, you know, we say hey, that. What else you get to say? I mean, Carthage's yeah, defense only gives issue. up 8.7 points a game. And, and you know, I, this, this is a young defense. You know, th- this game, I thought, you know, when we looked at this district, you know, Van, just because they're Van, can, you know, make it a quarter for a game and center with their offense can maybe make it a half a quarter or a quarter for this game. I I thought Rusk maybe could have at the beginning of the year could have been a team that at least gave Carter fits, but again, Carter, I mean, uh, Carthage fits, but again, they go up against van and score three points and Carthage's defense is way better. Carthage names are scoring this one. Yeah. All right. Last game of the night. Needville versus El Campo. Needville's running back, Deshaun Burton's ran for over 1,400 yards wow. so far. Kelly and Sweeney has ran for 930 yards. El Campo's 3-3. Three and three. Needville's 7-0. and oh. Do you see Needville not winning this game? Because right now, El Campo, to me, even with, you know, even with their quarterback, would yeah. be up against it. Needville, I like El Campo in this game. Whoa, that'd be a big upset. I don't think it's big. I mean, let's remember, Neville was four and six last year. Yeah, they're seven and oh. Uh, but I mean, I, I, I said this when we did the big R's preview show. I just I see said nothing I, out of El Campo in the last three years that have made me think that they're all that great. I don't think that, I don't necessarily think it's because they're that great. I still think Needville at seven and zero is still a team figuring out how to win again. And, and I said, I think they can run their ball, the ball down your throat. Oh yeah. And they, they've proven no, that they've they proven have, that um, you have no, you have no recourse as a defense. If they're running it down your throat, you yeah. can't do anything. But, but I mean, Bay city can run the ball down your throat and El Campo held them into a one possession game. Yeah. Um, I, the only team I see coming out of this district unscathed is Iowa Colony. Everybody else is going to have at least one, possibly two losses. I, that's just how I see this district. Well, Needville ain't losing to El Campo this week. All right. Let's see what Coach X has to say. Hey, in our ever-changing political climate, climate is El Campo going to change the O to an X and in on the end of their town? Or I guess you could just go with the camp. 
That sounds way less cool, though. I mean, think about it. Where are you from? The Camp Lame. Hey, dude, where are you from? El Campo. Way cooler. Stand your ground, El Campo. Never change. Give me the El Pajaros de Rosas. Oh, over he the... likes El Campo, too. Y'all yeah, gang over the people on me. Oh, no, we're not. It seems like you are. Well, that's, that's okay, though. It's you fine. You're going to call your mom now? I'm a one-man army. The army of one. You're an ar- one-man destruction for sure, buddy. Oh, yeah. You should see the studio every no, night right. after you leave. It takes me seven days just to get it back normal. For You're the one shitting in the ficus tree over there. Dude, that was you four times. You sure? Yeah. The tree asked me to tell you to stop. Sorry, I like the tree. Anyway, that's going to do it for this week. You can find us on Facebook. Just type in Sideline to Sideline. You can find us on Twitter at Grant and Terry. Email us any questions, thoughts, or comments. S2S, or sorry, Grant and Terry at S2Sport.com. Until next time, be safe. Enjoy your football for week eight, and we'll meet back for week nine right here on Sideline to Sideline, the 4A edition, brought to you by SI Design and Printing on L4 Media. To the creek by the water, I've been baptized by the preacher's daughter. Lucky for me, no, he never caught us, so 